Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> I've been trying to get Mike uh, to invest in um, my new version of Tybo. No, we're not... That's not something. We're, you know what? Morning Dadcast. You're just gonna keep rocking the the slide whistle. Is that it? I was really feeling it today. I don't. You it, can't see it, but it I was sounds like dancing garbage. while I was playing. Well, it's oh, no Jesus. one. No one was dancing. You had like neighbors looking, being like, "Who's strangling a cat in there?" I was bopping a little bit. See, all right, a little bop, a little bop, <laughs> mm bop, a little, little mm bop, mm yeah. mm bop. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, it's Monday, two fifteen. The Monday after Valentine's Day. Hopefully, you guys had nice Valentine's Days. Kicking right off, exciting news. DadCast has a guest introducing our third chair, my dear friend, Mark Rodriguez, co-founder and chief operating officer of Vox Pop Games. What's up, Mark? Hey, everyone. How are we doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Thanks for, Thanks for joining us. That, we have a COO on our show, Mike. I'm the, I'm the coup. We've I'm officially the coup. hit the big time. I'm so you must have played a lot of Wall Street Kid as a kid. Yes. <laughs> You're <I'm>, right. <laughs> That's the only way I know how anyone's been successful. Well, like the kids say, I got the diamond. I got the diamond hands and the diamond feet. So I'm all yeah. the way, right. I'm all the way to the moon. No, right. No, there you no, go. I'm just I'm just a dude from Brooklyn, just <laughs> trying trying to survive. Right. I'm just like, a dude who played all? a lot of Wall Street kid. Yep, yeah. That's it. Now, yeah. Mike told me that your favorite game of all time is James Pond Two Robocod. Oh man, you guys, you guys already put me in there. I am no. That my, anyone that really knows me uh, knows that my favorite game is a uh, Super Punch Out. For get out of here, the SNES. Yeah, the ultimate the second Punch Out. The SNES. That's the like SNES. people who say Grease Two is better than Grease One. I mean, wait, you're, you don't think that Grease Two is better than Grease One? See, it all depends on which one you play. It all depends on which one you played first or saw first. I actually love Super Punch Out, and I feel like it doesn't get enough love because everyone always reverts back to the NES one. But I actually think the second one's a better game. The second one has a more diverse roster. It's more ryth- rhythm based. The whole the mm-hmm. whole thing is a it's a it's a clouded rhythm game right. in a combat game. So Exa- yeah, you'll find that sometimes it's totally a rhythm game, and just like Mario Tennis is totally a combat game. Yes, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Nintendo right. likes to li- likes their mashups. Yeah. So uh, how's life, guys? What what are we, uh, Mark? What are you playing? Todd and oh. I we uh, we we BS every week, but I'd like to know what you're. What are things looking like? You're you're still in the industry, yeah. Obviously, we used to uh, just to peek behind the curtain. We uh-oh. were, uh oh, we, <laughs> we used to be we used to be in the industry together. We used to dine at the uh, the Hollywood Diner and have Ralph Macchio nachos. We did. We had Ralph Macchio <laughs> and so, Jackie Chan. Delicious. We were in a Q- QA department together at a uh, at a game developer, a game company in New York City. Uh, Mark and I spent a lot of late nights. Trying to find bugs, busting bugs for QA department. We 
haven't caught up in a little while. So I'm interested. You're still in the industry. I'm out. I'm on other some other stuff. But uh, dude, you're 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 kicking butt. What are you playing these days? What um, what, what has you interested in games? My wife and I have been crushing Animal Crossing for like, yes. like that. That's pretty much like the de facto Doctor Phil of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, even solving all doc- of your problems for you. Yeah, solving all of our problems. Let's go work it out on the island. But not really solving anything <laughs> the same right. way Dr. Phil does. Right. Um, right. I just exactly. need to collect these apples right now. Leave me alone. It's what I have to do. Yeah, investing in the true <laughs> stock market with uh, turnip, the turnip stock market. and signing The turnip totally. stock market. <laughs> right. The turnip. Yeah. It's about as accurate as the real stock market these days. Yeah, so. she, pretty she, she pretty much uh, confiscated the switch with that. But I had like a top 10 list and it's all indie games from our platform because I got a pretty much, like Mike said, my former and current life is still QA based, and uh, we the storefront that we have uh, has a, a crap ton of um, of indie games. So I've been playing that, and then my biggest game of last year was this game that I don't think anyone has played on this cast, but uh, Captain Subasa and the Rise of Champions. No, if you guys have never know, even heard of it, yeah, it's no. it's a it's a pretty badass uh, anime that okay. uh, has to do has to do with uh, go, uh, soccer. So uh, okay, yeah. I like that matchup. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a ama- yeah. So I'm a big uh, hybrid sports game guy. So anything that's like a different take on sports because I've never played sports in my whole life. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a string bean boy. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I play like I play all the games that I didn't get a chance. I that I, I play all the games for the sports that I didn't get a chance to play. So playing anime soccer is probably one of the best things I could ever do in my life. That's great, um, dude. You yeah, know ch- what? To uh, j- just <laughs> to jump in real quick, I'm with you on sports being mixed in with my other games. It's almost like you have to mix in the vitamins or the vegetables and hide mm-hmm. it under the stuff that you want to eat. Right. But it's funny exactly. because games I used to like were games like baseball simulator. What, yeah. is, what was it? 1000 or 2000? Wait, were you the, the robots? Where, where you have to fight at each base. Uh, that might've been a different one. Combat or the, Wars? That was base wars. Wasn't base it? Wars, or something? Right. Yeah. Right. But then there's baseball simulator where like you oh, had, they, like you baseball had all the power ups, right? Right. You could like yeah. spin around and hit. And yeah. then also, uh, didn't they have like mutant league football or like yes. pigskin football? Yeah, where, yeah like, I got were, like, that. On, I got that on the. I got the new one on the Switch. The mutant. Yeah. League. Oh, did they I, do another one? Yeah. So all. So my. So since the Switch is being like, it's it's either. So I know we're going to talk. Maybe talk about this a little bit later. But it's either the Switch, the Stadia, or the PC. Those are my. Those are my three gaming like environments so pc dude, what are you for, doing on st- i mean we were gonna get stadia. Stadia, st- no, what are you no, no, doing? No, no, don't 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 just don't i got the all wasabi right, well, con- yeah, i got the wasabi we'll i got the wasabi controller and everything I'm oh, all right. well, if, you know if your controller's green that, <laughs> if your controller's green then that obviously forgives the worst gaming platform exactly. of all time but you're fine no no no, 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 so, no. so i'm um so i'm always an early adopter with things so I jumped. Yep. I jumped on the bandwagon. Mike's uh, an early abandoner, so that's almost the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm like, we yo, bang- I got this Oculus too, and then I'm yeah. like, it's in the box. So he's oh, my yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. he's my Mister Glass. That's what Mike right. is. Mike exactly. Mike's my yes, Mister Glass. Exactly. You know why, uh, Mark? Because I knew, I knew that if there was someone out there like me, <laughs> there had to be someone out there like you, and right. I should have known. I should have known me. from the kids. Call me Mr. Glass. It's not a bad nickname for you. It's pretty appropriate. That's one of my favorite movie lines of all time. When he's just like, I should have known. Just yelling after him. Oh, God, it gets me every time. It's you. I knew it was. Yeah. 
Um, because um, so after good. after you you got um, so you had the Peloton and fight camp set up in your first week, you were, Are we saying doing Peloton, it at, like we're saying like you say like robot. Ah, <laughs> uh, Peloton. I, I've always said it that way. Um, it's Peloton. Uh, what did I say? Or if you want to be extra, you want to be extra. Peloton. 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 <laughs> I'm actually going to go that route. Right, <laughs> no, exactly. Peloton. Yeah, Peloton. I put my reggaeton. Peloton. I went on my peloton. I, my peloton. I play the most. Um, the play the most reggaeton with my peloton. That's right, my <laughs> reggaeton peloton. Um, yeah, you had. <laughs> I think. I think you did like a solid four days in a row of both, and I was like, "How's it going?" You're like, "I haven't been on in a week. I threw up my back." <laughs> that's yeah, well, the. That's your Mr. Glass version of. Uh, it is. That's me. Follow. That's me yeah. falling down the subway. All stairs. Right. It's like I'm going to do yeah. everything I can to help myself until myself completely destroys myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh um, no, uh, there's only one way to shut this down. Pull a muscle in his back. <laughs> There's only one way. I gotta throw myself down these stairs. <laughs> I gotta throw myself down these stairs. Oh my god! Uh, it's like a um, nine out two one zero episode. We derailed. <laughs> we, we, we derailed. We derailed talking about as soon as we start. Now we're gonna start talking about Dylan and everything with the nine hundred two one zero beats. So like, very handsome. We very okay. quickly go off road. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So so I'm what, gonna start. Maybe uh, the third. The third. So uh, not not just the uh, indie game stuff and the sports hybrid stuff. Uh, I, di- I, I did dabble in, uh, I, and please, please don't hate me. I got uh, Cyberpunk for Stadia, which mm. was the main skew, by the way. We got to get down for, to brass tacks. Mark played Cyberpunk on Stadia. There's only one question. How big did you make your character's penis? Yeah, I, 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 I gave it, okay, so, so. Is it clipping through the pants? How big are we talking? <laughs> did you go sports style uh, and make it really small so they can move I quick? was the, I was, <laughs> I, I went. I, 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 my wife would go out for groceries and I would pick her with my, with my avatar. So I'd be like, what do you think about this one? Beautiful. What do you, babe, is this one okay? Yeah. Do you so want to think that's the pink incredibly book? romantic? 75% romantic. of your uh, cyberpunk experience was just punking your wife with pictures. Pretty much. And I was, and I, and our, uh, my Valentine's day card was my pick from cyberpunk. Amazing. So it's just like, I hope, I hope this is, sa- I hope I you're satisfied. Are you satisfied? Yeah. Are you not? Are you? Are you not satisfied? She's are you she, not entertained. All, all, you know what? The whole thing is, is she has so much power because all she has to do is say something like, "Yeah, that'd be nice," and everything. <laughs> the joke's over. The she joke's said, totally she, over. She said worse. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, they definitely rush jobbed the old, well, the, the current gen or the last gens, which was PS4 and uh, Xbox. So they right. they rush job those for for Cyberpunk and uh, the main skew overall you could tell was the Stadia because it ran pretty much seamlessly and it was Which amazing. Which is weird, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it's weird that they put so much attention on. I mean, that had the smallest install base, no? And that's why it was great. I wonder if the importance of that was the importance of cloud focusing on that kind of being the fu- one part of their future. So the thing, if we're going to jump right into the Stadia conversation, I can give you like the reasons and re- and why nots and like yeah, it no, on, we'd, it's, we'd it's on live, it. it's on live three at this point. If anyone knew what on live was, on live was this. It was playing games on your digital stream, right. but mm-hmm. everyone still had dial up when freaking on live was right. It was around. like the Sega channel. 
Correct. Yeah, it was just every. So, <laughs> I love the second. Wow. I think so, I played so, one game of Eternal Champions with somebody on that after about two hundred dollars and forty eight weeks of trying to yeah. get something to happen there. But yeah. it's great. Then they asked for your age, sex, and location. And you're like, yeah, I'm and his go. name. Oh my god, his name was Boogeyman sixty nine. <laughs> and I remember that because he was the only person I ever got to have an actual match with. And I was thrilled that I was in my bedroom in the suburbs <laughs> playing with some guy who could have been in like Serbia. Well, let's be honest. He was probably in California. But uh, yeah, it was an exciting it was an exciting moment for me. Sorry to <laughs> derail you, Mark. No, no, no. You're not you're not derailing. This is this. So we're going into the, the shutdown of the, of the internal studios uh, convo, maybe. But I wanted to just cover when you're dealing with a system like this that you have so much money like Google does to establish this great network and possibly mm. change the direction, they just have marketing. In, in right. my, in, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're not marketing to the right people in the right context, you're not going to have anyone understand what this thing is. Like half the people that right. I talk to, half the people that I talk to don't even know what this the f- stadia is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really handsome guy having zero game. The pretty girl at the bar could certainly be got by the handsome guy, but it can also be got by the scrappy person who isn't the best looking, but can actually talk to her. See, I'm just thinking that software moves hardware and I didn't have a reason to buy Stadia. Well, there wasn't anything exclusive. Well, there was. And then they here's another here's the thing that burned my ass. Uh, I bought the only Stadia exclusive, which was that like uh, that kids. It was like a Silent Hill. Uh, right. a Silent Hill game where you like like kill shadows with a flashlight. It was by the Tequila Work Studio, and then like, oh, okay. less, I like then that. that actually than, sounds like a great idea. I don't know why I never did. Yeah, the I name. Never hold on, it. let me look up the name real quick. Uh, uh, um, Shadow Hunter. Who, was it no, Alan Wake Three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It, no, it was that though. Uh, exclusive list. Okay, uh, so they had a network exclusive Google Stadia. Five third parties. I I just I know how to I know how to describe it. It was it, it would see it tells you that the name wasn't that memorable either. <laughs> right, clearly. Right, that's that's the other problem is that we've immediately stumbled upon the fact that you can't even remember it. It was probably on Apple Arcade for three months before it came. To yeah, see. exactly. Here's another thing that we learned hard and fast at Rockstar was um, nothing's exclusive. So if it right. says it's exclusive, it's a timed thing. Timed, timed sure. for yeah, 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 timed yeah, yeah, for yeah. timed for marketing. I'm going to outwardly be as honest as possible. We have exclusives on our platform, but they're not exclusive forever. Nothing's like exclusive forever. Right. Um, but we do it, but we do it. Just doesn't make a, sense. Yeah. We do it for a reason. And, and the reason is we want to drive traffic and we want to get people to like be excited about the platform. So it's, it's a cool thing to do, but this game burned me specifically with Stadia because it was, I bought it for like full price and then it, they they literally went freeware with it with the right. Pro. They started like giving them away, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think so a guy I, rang my doorbell and asked if I wanted one, and I was like, "No thanks." <laughs> <laughs> you tried to send me one, and I declined it. Right. It said return to sender. Yeah. So it's so the game is called Guilt with a Y G Y L T. Terrible. Hmm. I would say guilt. Yeah. Guilt. I mean, yeah. a lot of so, people are saying guilt. So yeah. yeah, so so it was like a it, it, so think of Silent Hill meets Alan Wake with a small female, you know, uh, adolescent. Uh, Is it four per- kids? It's no, it's an adolescent protagonist, and you go into a school and you're shooting, you're shooting. It's Alan Wake with Alan Wake in high school with a little girl. It's Alan like, Wake in high heels. 
Yeah, sort of. <laughs> that see, that sounds really sounds interesting. Cool. To sounds me. interesting. They just, uh, they just never like. I kept. They kept being like, "Guess what? You're gonna be able to play last year's Assassin's Creed on it." <laughs> and I just mm-hmm. remember being like, like, "I already have a Switch." <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, "I can play <laughs> old right. games on that." Right. If I wanted to play something that was three years old, I just popped the switch out. So the, the failure, the failure there was uh, being like you said. I'm still in the industry. Everyone that they had on their internal studio side were like castaways from EA and castaways from every other like right. big land big of studio. misfit toys. Yeah, and that's like- what that's what Stadia internal dev was. So the I, I I know some of them. I've worked with some of them at Capcom. Um, some like it was just not it was not primed to have 150 people be uh, like generating the next big game. Like it was just never going to be sustainable, even with right. the, like endless amount of money that Google had. Right. I mean, it, it, and that's ridiculous that they. I mean, they should have just come out with that Google money and be like, "We bought Kojima." <laughs> Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, just steal them, just buy that guy, sure. and keep him in a room, and be like, do any weird. Yeah, they should have just said, here, crank you, out he, a game yeah. every six months. Right. Whatever just, you yeah. want to do. Guarantee him a movie. Be like, all right, listen, we talked to Lionsgate. Here's $100 million to make a movie. Do whatever you want to do, because everyone knows that's all you've wanted to do anyway. So here, make a movie. But because of that, you now need to make a game for us every two years for the next 10 years. Yeah, it, it, yeah right. they they weren't they weren't going to be that that's experimental and they weren't going to be experimental if anything they were going by the book and the book has already been burned and in ashes and in the dumpster like right but people have tried this before i mean we've seen it from Uya, we've seen it from a whole bunch of other different companies we're seeing it again from atari and it's yeah. just it, there's we don't need more middlemen um we have enough middlemen for developers to get to gamers and we don't need more clogging up the works if we're going to talk about having a la carte, um, a la carte content, a la carte games, or just on the fly stuff to be interesting, uh, what Stadia was doing, what what I said before is they were failing miserably at getting the word out about what this really was, which is a supercomputer database of instant games. It was, right. it was, it's, pre- but only if you lived in New York and California. If you right, anywhere. right. <laughs> only if you had a really, really good connection. Only if you're, right, right. Exactly. Only if you're tapped directly into Neo, into the Matrix. Right, like exactly. Right, exactly. Right. You had to be super jacked into it. But it, it's a great idea. They misfired on a lot of things. I'm still sort of literally paying the $10 sub for because there's a freeware version and then there's a pro version. The pro version pretty much gives you all of the most terrible games that you never wanted to buy on Steam. Right, <laughs> right, free. sure. Yeah. You get like Farming Simulator 2019. Right. It wasn't the right time to launch something like that. And that's why consoles are still here. And I expect probably we'll be here for one more generation. But I don't see it happening after that. Oh, you think this is the, you think this is the last go round of the box? I think we get one more. And then after that, we get an app. I think we like our systems. I don't know. Yeah, I but think we're people- talking 15 years from now. I think we'll always have a Nintendo box. I think we'll always, or a toy. I think we'll always have a Nintendo. Yeah, something. because they're toy makers, right? Grant, I think that's exactly what Grandpa would say. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you know what? I, but you know what I mean? Like that's exactly yeah, what we would be saying. <laughs> listen, that's exactly what listen. we'd be saying because we grew up with it. But the music is clearly an app. The kids got to get off my lawn, and we'll always have right. a Nintendo box. Dude, it's just going to be an app and a controller. That's it. 
when Cyberpunk comes out with a game, they'll have one operating experience, essentially, that people will be able to tap into, and it will be one experience. They won't have to worry about seven consoles to streamline for. And I think that's probably why things will trend that way eventually. And don't get me wrong, I love boxes. If you saw how many retro systems I had hooked up right now, you would know how much I love boxes. Are you um, going to get the VCS? Definitely not. Wow. Only mm. because I have no reason to yet, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Um, I mean, Mike's going to buy it, so he'll t- <laughs> tell me how it is. I mean, I, 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 you're talking to a guy that had two Ouyas for no reason, but yeah, oh, I got one. They, I got you know what? Because they were, co- they were one, cool. I got one Ouya to balance yeah. under the other Ouya. That's right. It's like when you had two TVs, one sound works and one picture works. <laughs> no, I right. bought, so I bought, so the, the, the weirdo that I am, I bought into one and then I ended up working with the company when I was at Capcom. So it was like, uh, oh, geez. They gave me what they were giving those things away. Like they were of stocking course. stuffers. Door stops. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Dude, They're I had ha- one too. And they had, what do they had? Uh, Tower. Towerfall. Towerfall. Tower yeah, Towerfall. That's so good. But with, that game is amazing, and I don't yeah. think that if we would have, I, I don't think that it, that game would have succeeded if it didn't have the jump start from the Ouya. Like that, we have to also give a shout out to like Stadia doing some like the people that are falling here, and the reason we have to separate what happened with Google Stadia and what happened with Google Stadia's internal dev. Their internal dev is what right. shut down. We knew that's like the sort of no, shit, you know, exclamation point. We, we have to, we knew that that was going to happen because the people that they had there, uh, right. the people that they had there, everything that they've ever done has been shut down. Um, so it was, it, it, a pandemic wasn't going to save this internal endeavor. Uh, they're just going to be a, a bigger pub put, uh, and probably restructure their marketing so that they're able to publish these other titles that are not getting too much dap on, uh, on the Xbox. Uh, and they go and they run out of exclusivity on the Xbox and they eventually go to multi-plat. And they'll push and be like, hey, guy, like they were, they're doing with Destiny. They're, what they're right. doing with Destiny, nobody's talking about. Um, I, I've i never picked up Destiny. I never wanted to play Destiny. And I got I played it for 20 minutes. I, the, the reason I'm addicted to Destiny now is because of the stadia. And it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. I, I never would have even imagined I would have loved the game as much right. as I do. And, and that has to do with playing it on a specific console in a specific way. Sure. So, right. Um, I, All right. There's that. good and there's good and bad of it. It's a, is it a good idea or is it a half cocked idea? Uh, there, time is going to tell for that. But right. I, I dug it. I still sort of dig it. But I, I gotta, I gotta unsubscribe. I gotta change my. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. They're stop still paying. coming around for their ten dollars. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, what the? F- uh, why did I? Why am I still paying? Yeah. <laughs> why right, could have exactly. bought? Two PlayStation Fives by now, for Christ's sake! Oh, I, I canceled my I canceled my New Japan Pro Wrestling sub for this. Oh, don't do that! <laughs> don't do that. Um, two quick things. One, Mark, I want you to call it right now. What do you think? What do you think's in the running this year for Game of the Year? What are we going to be talking about come November, December? That totally caught fire. What's it going to be? We're talking about game, goatee stuff. It's still a hella early. Like for me to. Yeah. I'm still on. I'm still on 2019 stuff. So, <laughs> just to let you know, to give you an idea, yeah. T- uh, Todd's game of the year last year was Ghost of Tsushima. That was it. Was either going to be Ghost of Tsushima or Bloodstained Two: Curse of the Moon? So it was probably you know one of the most um, technologically impressive games of the year, or mm. a retro eight bit game. And that's pretty <laughs> much always where I land, right in that's between those two where, things. <laughs> that's where you land, right? Oh, you know what? 
Speaking of retro, mm-hmm. I had to mention something, mention something really quickly while I had a chance to, and before I forget to. Our really good friends over at Ninty Fresh have just launched issue three, um, which is going to be featuring a retrospective on Pokemon. Uh, issue two had a lot of really cool features. Um, they featured stuff on Lego NES, Lego Super Mario Brothers, Game Boy Retrospective, uh, a beginning look at Pokemon Yellow. Um, but the art direction, like I always talk about, was incredible in issue two, and I expect it to be in issue three as well. Issue three is already confirmed to be over 100 pages. Oh, so they're fully funded already? They're still yeah. funding it as they go, right? Is this, it's still on Kickstarter? They're, yeah, so issue three, they're going to do each issue on Kickstarter. They asked for um, a goal of about $3,400, and they're already up to $18,400. Oh, nice. Eight, 862 backers, and there's 20 days to go. But there's really cool stretch goals, and the more funding that they get for each issue, the easier will guarantee another issue. And if you've ever been a fan of Nintendo... This is an absolutely great magazine because most of the features focus on the past with a few things in present, but the nest to now kind of logo that this ba- the banner that this this magazine carries is really nostalgic. And the art direction, like I said, is really, really great. And I just hope that you guys get your hands on it. And if you love it, support it. You yeah, can go to totally. Kickstarter. Yeah, go to Kickstarter and just search Ninty Fresh, N-I-N-T-Y space F-R-E-S-H. And it's it's just great. It's a great company run by a bunch of great dudes that um, we really love. And uh, yeah, we hope you love it. Nice. Yeah, and I think we're going to have them on the show soon, right? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm expecting that we'll probably do that for their launch of issue four, which will be in about a month or two. You can't, you can't wait because you are... You would prefer to, we always joke about this, you'd prefer to read the game magazine than yep. play the game. Always. Right? And, ever and, since oh, I was an altar boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Ever since you're an altar boy, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, I'd, ra- I'd rather sit, if I had an hour I'd ra- when I was a kid, I'd rather sit down and look at games that I could be playing than actually play one. By the way, I understand you're suffering from amnesia. Any sign yet that your memory's coming back? So, Todd, yeah. uh, you, uh, you inspired... Uh, uh, you were talking last podcast when Gabe was on about Snatcher, so I started uh, yeah. replaying. Last time I played that, I was in, I was in sixth grade. Oh, um, you played it like at the time. I, OG, I didn't have a yeah, Sega CD, so, so I didn't get a chance. To. I had a, yeah. My my brother and I had every Sega. The the cool stuff about this was my my dad would get us every console. So we had Coleco, we had Early Pong. We oh had, wow, that's great. And, and he was doing he was just doing like a. He was doing side jobs. He was an electrician. Mm-hmm. He was doing side jobs, and they would just give him consoles as Get like, out of here. yeah. It's like, hey, listen, so we, man, I ain't got any money, but I got this. Uh, here's this a, here's a like, I got yeah. that. What else you got? So we had a sat. We had a Saturn when everyone oh, banned wow. that. So That's I had next Sega on CD. my list. I need uh, a Saturn. I, I had I had Snatcher. Uh, uh, I'm replaying it now. I'm replaying it on. Uh, what Twitch, do you think? Uh, replaying shoot. it now, twenty years later. Uh, it still holds up, man. It's, yeah, really, it's really, it's really awesome. It too. It's uh it's one of those things where that, that, that's another, we, we, we went on this whole big thing about Stadia and like forgotten stuff. Sega CD had some pretty legit bangers. Um, yeah, that's why I, I got it. I mean, there's at least 10 games that are as good as any 10 games on any of the best, most popular of Sega or Nintendo systems. Um, I was hoping, I, so I was hoping enough. for a, for a Sonic spinball. Ah, sequel on the yeah. on the CD with a little that's bit more my, scrolling, so it can yeah, be a little the, bit seem more seamless between the boards. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the goat. That's the <laughs> one goat. that doesn't move at five frames per second. Yeah. <laughs> right. That thing used to be like, eh, yeah, eh. 
Eh. Yeah, no, Sonic Spinball would have been great. But Sonic CD is probably the best Sonic game of that era. Uh, yes. Mostly because it's more exploratory, but it's just a really well-designed game, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's the best-looking Sonic game that's been ever made other than Sonic Mania. Right, and aside from that, famously on this podcast, well, famously on this podcast and nowhere mm. else, but just so Mark knows, I bought Todd a copy of Wild Woody for, yep. <laughs> for Sega CD. <laughs> which, which really got me to hot, buy the Sega CD. Which is hot garbage, and okay. yeah. but it was a running joke, so I bought hey. it for him, and uh, it turns out it's it's absolutely awful. And, yeah, it's terrible, but I love and, it. And, and, but you love it, and so is the music, and you wanted me to do a... What'd you want me to do? It's a side-by-side -side between some of the best and worst of Sega CD? Yeah, so I've, I've been playing through the catalog. I probably played about 10 hours and 20 games. And the game that has the most impressive CD quality music, which is one of the reasons we have to remember at the time that people wanted and bought Sega CDs was for CD quality music. Music was a big part of it. It wasn't just the FMVs, but it was, you know, getting this... Um, yeah, CD it wasn't just high. It wasn't high fidelity Dana Plato all day. Right, exactly. Not all day. Yes. Uh, well, Snatcher has Snatcher has a whole bunch of uh, VO, so it's right. a point and click adventure with like yes. tons of voice. Exactly, and uh, so does the game that I wanted to uh, bring to Mike to sh to compare to Wild Woody Popful Mail, the magical fantasy adventure that does boast that it has two point five hours of spoken dialogue and twenty minutes of heart pounding animation, but. What I enjoy the most about it is its CD quality soundtrack, especially in comparison with the most annoying song I've ever heard in a video game, the stage music for Wild Woody. All right, which one do you want me to play first? I Let's got play Popful so we get a sense of how amazing it was to go into the land of CD quality sound on video games 22 years ago. All right, let's take a listen. Ugh. But listen to those drums. There's a banger. Totally banger. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's... Here comes... Here comes... I gotta wait for the change. Okay. I was gonna cut it early, but you gotta hear the change. Which right. you're already aware of because you oh, like this. Of course. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god. It's very strokes. But it get this gets you amped for a magical fantasy adventure. The game's not even all that great, but when you're fighting spiders with that music playing, oh, this is that was a slapper though. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no no, that one crushes. This is Wild Woody, and it does not. <laughs> Listen to how annoying this song is. Now imagine a stage is about ten minutes long. This is ten minutes. How? How are you doing this? <laughs> it's like. It's almost like a, a circus waltz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in such a weird time. It's it so, drives, it's 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 grinding. It's grinding. It's meant it's meant to confuse you because you don't know where it yeah. stops or starts. Like <laughs> yeah, like literally. I think the first time I played that level, I my eyes crossed and I was worried I wouldn't be able to get them back. That was absolutely brutal. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. 
This is Winston Churchill, and you're listening to the Morning Dadcast. Never in the field of podcasting has so much twaddle been said by so few. All right, so we actually have some well, some news this week. Some some weeks we don't, but some weeks yeah. we do. Sometimes we fake it. Yes, <laughs> right. Sometimes we got to talk about Rick Moranis getting punched in New York City, and other wow. times we uh, and quick a quick speedy recovery to our. Yeah. He's a listener, Moranis. Yeah, the Ms. days Moranis. where we talk about indie games like Hybroxia Two for more than twenty minutes, there wasn't much news. Yeah. Uh, which very quickly, do you want to say how you're, are you enjoying that? I'm enjoying it. I, anytime, anytime you're going to kick me something that's essentially like a life force, right? Gradius. Do we say Gradius or Gradius? What do we say? Gradius now. We say Gradius now. Yep. We say Gradius now. Is that Gradius when we were kids and now we're adults? Gradius. Gradius. (laughs) Gradius. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Hybroxia. I bought it specifically because Colin Moriarty wrote it and created it, helped create it with Lily Mo, And, I think it's a really great twin stick shooter. And the only thing I regret is that there's not more story. I want more of it. So I played on and on and on hoping to get to like those story breaks. And there's just not as much as I expected there to be. But as far as twin stick shooters go, it's as good as it gets. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's scratching an itch. Yeah, I don't like twin stick shooters at all. But I really and like, like this, this game. I Are wound up playing it. Are we calling it a shmup? Yeah, it's a shmup. I mean, it's a twin stick shmup, but it's a shmup. It's not a cute em up. No, no, no. Not it's like not cotton. a cute em up. Right. No. We've talked about cute em ups. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to keep playing it. I'm I, I'm uh, almost all the way through, I think. So I got to go back and upgrade a bunch of stuff, but uh, I'm through a lot of the levels. Uh, so we got some news. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. I wanted to talk about number one with a bullet. <laughs> number one with a bullet is the Velma Dinkley origin ah, yeah. show on hbo max aptly titled velma <laughs> so i, I would have titled it jinkies uh, right it should have been jinkies you know what they probably point. thought about it but if you look at jinkies it just looks like it's a word you don't know for it's it's like a word from a language that you don't understand like a small child's clothes like something we don't have translation for here <laughs> like small child's, child's clothes small child's laundry <laughs> I'm excited for this. I think M- Mindy Kaling is is involved, right? She's producing yes, it and voicing but, it. But yes, I have something really important to say about that. Mindy Kaling from The Office is executive producing, and I think she's writing and voicing. But she had one of the greatest troll takedowns ever. Somebody when she had posted the or somebody had posted news about the show, some troll tried to attack Mindy by using a Steve Carell from The Office GIF saying. No, just like one of those famous ones. Oh, yeah. No, God, no. Right, no, right, right. So she responded with, I actually wrote the episode that GIF is from. <laughs> the good, the good, which is to the Toby the, Returns. Yeah, which is, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the ultimate troll takedown of all time. It's like, oh, you tried to use something to, you know, make yeah. me look stupid. I actually made that stupid thing. Right. Are you doing me? Are you trying to do me? Yeah. Are you giving me back to me? Nobody yeah. gives me back to me. Which is just really great. Um, I, I thought that was really funny. Uh, I got my eye on it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, I like Mindy. I like Scooby-Doo. It seems like. And I like weird origin takes on stuff. So I'm down for that. Uh, next. <laughs> next. Uh, Sonic. Uh, so who saw Did you guys? 
see Sonic that the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh yeah, Todd, I, I talked about did. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mark, did you did you check that one out? Yeah, I did. It was great. I yeah, hated, you liked it. I, I hated Jim Carrey, but I dug the rest of this. Oh, stuff. he was yeah. fine. Nah, I'm with Mark. I I don't need Jim Carrey in that role because he's too was, Jim, he, he, was, he was just doing pet detective. Yeah, it was just it was ace yeah. it was ace in cosplay. It was ace, ace yeah. in cosplay. He's all right though. I I I still think that it was the best video game movie of all time. Wow. That's a bold statement, sir. It's not really when you think about it. Just try to think about one that was better. Well, the new Mortal Kombat's coming out this year. But we haven't even seen it yet. That doesn't stand a chance. It doesn't exist. But they got real fatalities. <laughs> well, it might wind up becoming the best video game movie of all time. But right now, it's, it's Sonic. Not, it's I'm not, not saying that Sonic's it's, the greatest it's movie not. ever. <laughs> Mark hates to be the bearer of bad news for you, yeah. but it's, it's, it's yeah. not. It's not. No, no, it's, it's, like it's, yeah, it's like I said, it's, it's not an incredible movie, Sonic. I had a lot of fun watching it with Grey. But it, yeah. as far as a video game property becoming a movie, it, it's as good as we've gotten so far. I thought it was Again, pretty solid. So that so fine. the sequel, obviously, it made enough cash. They greenlit a sequel. It comes yep. out April next year. Yeah. Uh, and it's surprisingly, or not surprisingly, called Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> well, you know, if it was good enough for Sega, no. it's good enough for Hollywood. <laughs> right. it, should, it, should dro- it should drop on a Tuesday. If they're smart, if they're smart, let's see what I'll, I'm going in. You guys talk. I'm going into my calendar. <laughs> April 8th, April 8th is a Friday. It's a Friday. It's I definitely re- a Friday. There's no, no yeah, way they course. would do Tuesday. Imagine. Yeah, but we're going to throw. Well, I mean, at that point, you know, theaters may no, not but they might, If Listen, it, 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 they would be different. That's the whole point. The, yeah, the whole point. The reason like why we. Exactly. The reason why we disruptive. Yeah, they used to be disruptive. I bet if you had a. Kalinsky on the case then it would be uh it would be tuesday um so i think i heard some rumor that that knuckles is going to be involved as well well Well, they they had the echidnas in the first one yep so maybe they'll tease him at the end of this one to set up three but the two in the logo does have two tails so you know tails even i mean obviously yeah yeah, definitely gonna be but so he'll he'll be a probably a bigger piece of this yeah he Um, was in the 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 end credit yeah 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 they just popped him in out of nowhere and he was mm-hmm. like, where is like love? Where, where is he? Like where where, is yeah, he? looking looking for him. Uh yeah, so you know, sounds like we liked it enough and our kids liked it enough that um I guess we'll be seeing this one. All right. I, I feel okay about that one. I feel okay yeah. that, that that has a sequel. Yeah, I'm excited and, to see that with Greg. Yeah, I think that's fine. Just more content. I just hope less Jim Carrey. But yeah. He's I'm with gonna you. be he's gonna be in it again. Yeah, no. you know he's he's dialing it up. He's not dialing it back. You know how Carrie works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I'm even more excited for him to be in it this time because oh, he's gonna be like full, was, full nutty yeah. professor suit, everything yeah. like fat. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I love it. Um, I'm ready for it. All right, next next thing I wanted to run by you guys real quick is Springsteen getting pulled over for drunk driving. Who has the balls to pull over the boss? for drunk driving yeah can can we can we can can we talk about this you know who would have loved this my grandma he she hated bruce springsteen with the passion of a spurned lover i wouldn't be all that it i I wouldn't be all that surprised to find out if they may have because that's how much she disliked the boss (laughs) <laughs> I, I just, i'm just i'm just if she was alive right now she would have said uh-huh that sounds right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. son of a bitch got finally what he got deserved. what he deserved this bastard <laughs> yep totally i gotta admit he kind of mm-hmm. turned me on kind of turned me on <laughs> <laughs> see 
From what I'm reading now, it was a cop that really kind of had it out for him because he was like watching him hang out with some people in a parking lot, take a shot of mm. tequila, and then ride away on his motorcycle and went and pulled him over. Oh my so god, this he was, was on a, a so motorcycle? This was entrapment. Yeah. This was entrapment. It sounds, it sounds a lot Sean like Connery. entrapment. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, BS. I know everything I know about entrapment jealous. is from the Sean Connery movie, so I may not know what he's I'm drinking tequila about. on a motorcycle. Yeah. It's it almost it's so it, <laughs> It's perfect. It's perfect, boss. It sounds it's like boss he's, LARP, time. he's larping. It's like he's larping a Springsteen album. I <laughs> right, exactly. He's being he's being himself. Why would you pull him over? He wrote Thunder Road. Jesus Christ, <laughs> leave him alone. We're 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 in a really tough time here in this country, and you can't do something that's going to make an icon trend. Because do you know how many people? got upset or worried just because they thought he died because he was trending? Yeah. You can't do stuff like that to the country you can't right do now. That. We are too fragile. It's also... If they need to do a trending drunk, topic thing where it goes parentheses not dead afterwards. And not really drunk. Because his, his, <laughs> yeah, his blood, parentheses not is out, like one tequila or I don't know. It, yeah, they said he. They said that he. There was some confusion about like the breathalyzer test. Did he? Did he not? Then they said he did, and he said when he took the test that he was uh, like a a quarter of the legal limit. So he was within the legal limit, but they said he was swaying and had glassy mm. eyes or something. And I'm thinking well, that like, you just throw him in the back of the squad car. You get him to autograph a freaking sick Telecaster. If when you get to his house and then right. you're like, see a boss. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think thanks yep. for the hits over the years. Right. I, I, uh, I don't yeah. know. The, I mean, yeah, what are they seems doing? Like, Can we get this cop doing something else? Right. Looking for They're no good. Cancel nicks. the boss. Yeah, you're trying to stop trying to cancel the boss. Right. Don't cancel the boss. We need him. <laughs> right. We need the boss. Well, he 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 dropped the bag with that Jeep money now because he was getting a That's nice right. bag from the Jeep money and they pulled right. all his stuff. They you pulled can't be drunk driving. You can't be drunk driving and drive driving a Jeep. Right. You can't, you can't be drunk be. driving a Jeep, period. That's right. <laughs> right. You can't that be driving flip. a Jeep, period. Yeah, you <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was a crazy story, but at least he had a good enough publicist that hit it all the way through the Super Bowl because it happened yeah. in November. Right. Um, so he's got good people on his side. Uh, you Not know, no, nah, I just want to know that <laughs> the freaking, well, you know, the freaking that he, that cop had an axe to grind. I'm sure. All right, moving on. We got some, <laughs> we got some. <laughs> I, I just needed to vent that. I appreciate you guys letting me vent that because who arrested the boss? Um, okay, so we have. And you guys let me know if you're excited about this or not and how you feel about the casting of The Last of Us show. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, One, are you excited for the show? And two, no. <laughs> Mark, Mark, no. <laughs> One, I don't need it. are you excited for the show? And two, are you, do you like the casting at all? Uh, last of, I, th- I think they're going to drop the ball with this. I mean, Druckmann is cool, but last of us two was a drudge and not really as good as people are saying right. it's it, not for but, any of the shoe <clears throat> shots fired the, shots yeah. fired at last he- of us two right he- now yeah. heavy bro heavy i have so many complaints about this the thing is that game originally like if you look at it brass tax that game is just manhunt like manhunt from yeah. from rockstar um, games. i Whoa, think dude. don't like the last that's of a great us that's a great pull mark yeah. manhunt it's, that's a good pull, dude. It, it, that's that's. It's, I never it's, thought it's about a, that. A that's soup, not bad. It's a souped up. It's a souped up version of Manhunt. 
Yeah. And and you're like throwing brick like everything from throwing bricks and and Druckmann worked for Rockstar. So they right. kn- they knew they knew what they were doing. The story was dope. The main story is like you, you is there's a t- you know spoiler alert. Is there a twist? Is there someone that's immune? Is this this person is this guy going to be the villain? He ends up he ends up being the they should have stopped. It should have been a one and done. But everything Sony can't be a one and done. So the st- the story of the cat the casting is cool. It's whatevs. The 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 girl Bella is gonna be dope because she was great and, and she carried the last two seasons of, of yeah Goat. she was the best actor in the entire series for yeah, two whole seasons for two whole yeah. seasons she was carrying I was just like when is that when is the bear princess gonna come yeah. back or whatever yeah um but um, but they do have the guy that led Chernobyl Craig Mazin on it and that was a very well paced show for something that probably I shouldn't have been an episodic Chernobyl. drama I think we're gonna know after episode one I think I'm with you. Moving on to, we're scalping Happy Meal toys now. That, 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 that's what that's what we're doing now. <laughs> we're, I've been doing scalp. that for years. I've been doing that. <laughs> I, I got a whole side hustle where I'm scalping. Bro, happy right. bro, I'm, I made I made a I made a good five hundred dollars from the Batman Returns cups. Oh, we're talking. Oh, we're, oh, we're talking about Happy Meals. Oh, oh sh- we're talking about Happy Meals. Okay. Wasn't that the well, Taco Bell? The Batman, the Alfred was the one, right? Or was it no, McDonald's? No, wasn't that, it? You, no, the, dude. They had. Are you, like Mark? Are you talking about the glass ones? Yeah, bro. The oh, actual, cup. and they were shaped right, like right, the right. guys. Yeah, and they bro, were like the frosted. Right. Cup, I would pay yeah, you five hundred dollars for those right now. Hey, Mike, can we do a <laughs> Batman Returns episode so I can get one of those as a workout? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you'll probably get my eBay listing for five hundred. But it's, it, well, it went through; it sold a bunch of years. But I have a bunch of other cups. My, Yo, I have the I Mac, would, the, the Mac, the 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 Mac, the Mac the Knight, Mac the, the Mac the Knight. Yeah, I have the Mac the Knight cups. Oh, that's my cool. Mom, those my mom, were great. My mom is a big like cup hoarder. Uh, so we have we had all those. I'll take a picture of the Riddler cup so you guys could use on your promo because I have one extra one because oh, that was yeah, my that's definitely. my that's, oh, that's literally cool. my favorite. That's my favorite like of all like goat cups that's my best right. like the, yeah the, the that was a great all. series of cups okay two two quick things two quick things i want to hit on first two remakes todd we're always talking about remakes always mark mark we love to dive into these remakes and decide whether they're worth it or not maybe you can help us make the calls on these so they're bringing back beavis and butthead again and they're also bringing back they're gonna someone's remaking face off hmm they're just Mike, going now, into you, our Mike, childhood. You famously, you've been one of the biggest contributors to the Beavis and Butthead fan fiction community for what the past twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I've been pushing for this hard. I really think we need to build build out the B A B H C U. Right, B A B H C U. That's right. The yeah. Bob Hetch. Um, the Yeah. Also a troll in ancient Russian literature. Right. Um, totally. Mike, I apparently heard that there was a Beavis and Butthead uh, cameo at the Super Bowl. Now, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so I don't know that. Did you or Mark get to see what that was all about? I heard they were, they had some kind of commercial, right? They, yeah, no, they, was, they were in they were in the uh, Paramount Plus promo. It was a, it was a oh, is that right? Ro- okay, it was a rolling promo with Picard. So Picard okay. was the right. the mainstay. Right. He was doing VO for them climb, climbing the mountain, the Paramount Mountain. Oh, okay. Cool. And Beavis and Butthead were in. The, I watch the Super Bowl every year, even though I hate football. But you just got to watch it for just the experience. And this year was even more surreal. Like it's like watching WrestleMania with no fans. You know, uh, you know what's an, wild, another- you know, right? You know what's wild about this year? Um, 
it was the lowest ratings in 14 years. Yeah. And no one, this is during a time where nobody has anything to do, anywhere yeah. to go, or anything to watch. And somehow it was still that low. And from what I understand, it was a pretty it was a pretty tense battle between quarterbacks, right? Old versus young, blah, 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 dynasty yeah. versus beginnings. Yeah. Like there was a storyline. It had a good line. story. Yeah, it had a good. And yeah, it, 14. I mean, it's uh, the world I is a strange place. Nothing can Nobody be can get right together. Now. It's because nobody can get yeah, together right now. Too. You know, no one's holding those Super Bowl the, parties. The, everyone, everyone. I, I watched it on. Uh, um, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for 13 years. I, I do everything either VOD or like the apps. You know, a la carte right, right, apps. Sure. So I had the uh, the CBS a la carte app, it, which ran all the commercials. They're going to run direct pipeline through the commercial. My wife used to run commercials for Nickelodeon. So she's like, oh, this, cool. is the, this is direct. This is injected. This is that. They just work everything. So that's that was part of Paramount. Paramount has a, had a deal that they were going to run uh, uh, like a storyline. So they, the Paramount gotcha. Plus was a storyline, which is where they brought in Beavis and Butthead. Um, ah. I think that the... the like you guys both said, there wasn't enough people to meet and greet. There wasn't no wing parties. No one was like gathering for the, hopefully no one was gathering for this. Um, right. The pandemic had there, like Todd, you said that there was, there was nothing to watch, but there's everything to watch. There's nothing and everything at the same time. Exactly. So there's like, everything. You just, the, uh, there start people, you know, studios are starting to come up with content that they realized they were going to need to have. But, you know, for yeah. the past you know, maybe eight months, we were kind of starved for new content because there was no way to create new content and everything that had been shelved had been released in some sort of a VOD way. Yeah. So we really didn't have, you know, we had stuff we haven't really seen before, but it was, there wasn't like really great new stuff out there. Like no one's watching, you know, great new movies No. because um, they're just not being made. So you think that, all right, if there's no great new movies and TV shows to be released at the moment, what about, you know, kind of live exciting sports well no that didn't work no either. no the, i think it's, it's also everyone the, the political spectrum everyone's a little bit off on brady uh with his stances and everything and they they didn't want to see everyone's a hater but they still can't recognize that he has amazing talent yeah he's but a good I, I, forever I, I see through it uh it was it was it was it was a boring game also right. like i yeah, tuned out they crushed one. him once, yeah, it wasn't even a contest. It was just like they they were getting blown out everywhere. So well, I tuned um, out. I I tuned out. I I had it muted on the third quarter, and I was just doing work because I have to work consistently. Even right. now, like now that I'm talking to you guys, I'm gonna have to after the pod get to work. Right. Um, but the yeah. the problem here with the Super Bowl, uh, well, we went from B to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> the problem we, with the, we did, the, the, we did. Well, they were there. They visited the Super Bowl. It's not well, all no, that re, far. The off. Remakes, We've gone so way bring, further to, off. to bring it back to the remakes, um, I think this goes back to the earlier conversation. There's no one's trying to take a risk. No one's trying to. No one's right. trying to. And this is the time you have to take risks. If, if there was any other time, there has to be a time now that you have to take a risk. Right. So the the the, the risks here. Uh, you're not going to lose much. What is there to lose? Yeah, you're you're exactly. going through a pandemic. You're having the system where uh, everyone is is possibly going to be supporting you, or they're not going to like it. And it's going to be the same as as ever. But you would have the excuse that you had a global plague happening, and then you'll be able to take a risk here and now right. and then. So yeah, but yeah, they're they're just going to keep doing it. MTV is really the one that needs Beavis and Butthead because I decided to take a quick look. At what their programming programming schedule was like, um, and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, about ninety eight percent of their programming is ridiculousness. 
There's right. only for three whole days. There's only two other things happening. Rush hour two and rush hour three. Oh my God. I and that's MTV's that. programming schedule Saturday and Sunday. It's ridiculousness from 6 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. I can't believe they, they crashed the most beautiful plane that anyone mm-hmm. ever made yeah. into a mountain. And yeah, TV used to be so yeah. good. It was really easy. Paramount you just, um, you know, you yeah, stick into with the uh, yeah, mountain, into the Paramount exactly. Mountain, right? Well, yeah, they you, uh, own them. They, they own, own them, company. yeah. They, exactly. Yeah. It's all Viacom, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they, um, they, they could have just, yeah, continued to, um, you know, carry the torch for music. But they mm-hmm. decided to do it, tra- trade that in for Rob Deirdrick. that's awful okay so let's do this really quick let's let's pop out for some promos when we come back i want both you guys to give me your pitch you got a little bit of time to think about it you got two minutes to get two minutes to think about it okay all right you give me your pitch for for what the new face-off movie is gonna be are you ready Mm. oh no actors (laughs) i I want the actors i want you to tell me what's gonna happen you got a little time i'm popping out for promos when we come back i want pitches fellas Here's another great show you can check out right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Fans of video games, history, or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Okay, so listen. I want you guys to pitch me your best ideas for Face Off. I don't care who goes first, all right? We only got we got we got money to make one of these face off pictures. All right, you guys come into my office. You and you, I want the idea. You and you, I want you and you. I want to make it a hit right now. What's the new face off going to look like? Who's going to be in it? Who do you want in it? What's happening? All right, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I have two. I have two. I have two ideas. One I think would be very successful, and one is what I really want to see. One, Christopher Nolan directs it. They have Christian wow. Bale and they have Tom Hardy. Done. It's going to make a million dollars at least a day. Gonna, what a what a true Hollywood pitchman that you just give me the yeah. names and then That's tell it. me it's going to open holiday twenty twenty two. Holiday twenty twenty three. We're going to need some time with the, the that technology. Two. What I really want to see. Face off, young Van Dam, old Van Dam, with the magic of CG. Yeah. <laughs> the magic of CG. He somehow oh, has no. to. We have Van Dam, very handsome, very young, playing Alex from Double Impact with Van Dam of today. They both they face off. Those are my pictures. But that's that's like quadruple impact. That's like yeah. a movie that collapses onto itself because it yeah. violates some kind of time paradox. Yeah. You can't yeah. have Van Damme from double kicks. Double, yeah, time double kicks. D- yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be that. Holy as long moly. as long as John Woo is not involved and Christopher Nolan directs it, we'll be fine. Yeah. No, as long oh, as Christopher as... Nolan directs both of my projects, by the way. Uh, well, as he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same formulaic thing. What's gonna happen? Okay. Uh, you're going to have bald Travolta. Oh, because oh, it's a sequel, right? It's not a reboot. No, I think it is. I thought it was a, re- a remake. Oh, I read both, but I read more that it was a sequel. Either, either, way, way. I, either way, I like Mark's idea with this bald yep. Travolta thing. Bald like Travolta. <laughs> and then it forces Nick Cage to have to shave his dumb oh, like, man. hair Dumpador. off. Oh, <laughs> man. 
and then then it'll be the true face off. That's the that's the that's my first like out of the out of the box. Still directed by John Woo's Apprentice. Um, uh, real, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be the Rock John and Vin Woo's Diesel. Apprentice. I think <laughs> yo yo, you might be right with the Rock and Vin Diesel. The Rock and Vin Diesel I, could actually. But I love the something. idea of just having it be Travolta and Cage again and just calling it hair off. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Shut up. That's uh that's end it. the show. That's- end the show right at that port. That's it. Morning Dadcast. Morning.